You're listening to Art Happens Here, the podcast that explores the often curious and occasionally amazing art installations on, in, and around the campuses of Lansing Community College. I'm your host, Bruce Mackley. Today's guest is someone who I have known for quite some time, and I've really anticipated this interview, looked forward to it. We share deep history together. Uh, he's extraordinarily creative, um, and I'm sure there's much about his work and about his thought processes and philosophy on art that, that I don't know, and I'm eager to find out. Brian Whitfield, welcome to Art Happens Here. Oh, thank you, Bruce. It's good to be here. Yeah, well, thanks for, thanks for coming. I mean, this is really, this is a treat for me. Um, very briefly for our audience, let me, let me set this up a little bit. Um, Brian and I go back to high school, and we, we barely, you know, interacted because we had kind of the same classes at different times. You know, once in a while, I'd pass each other in the hall. So we have that history, but we didn't really get to know each other until I think we ran into each other at Home Depot just yeah. a few years ago. Yeah. And I recognize him because the man hasn't aged, and it's very <laughs> frustrating to those of us who have. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's very, very, very cool. I keep overusing the word cool, so bear with me here. Um, Brian is responsible for, um, his body of work is, it's hard to, it's hard to describe, you know, just about every, um, colorful outdoor and indoor mural that graces Lansing. Um, it's in some way, if not done by Brian Whitfield, it's influenced by him. Uh, his style is, um, it's highly integrated, um, beautifully designed. It, it's tight, it's, it's compelling, it's deliberate. They look like tapestries, and there's, a, there's stories that are embedded in these things. They're not just snapshots. I mean, they're, they're so compelling. I appreciate this. No, it's so, it's so true. <laughs> no, it's, come on, you've heard this before, and people just, people fall over themselves over your work, and rightfully so. I mean, it's, it's, the physical demands of what you do, um, the creative demands on top of your day job, okay, yeah. is uh, it's really really noteworthy. You know, the visual, visually engaging, is just uh, it's an understatement, sir. Yeah. So you know, you're let's go back. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's your background? Well, of course, you know the beginnings really in high school. You know, the the, the commercial art class, um, which is unusual. You know, in, in some places, um, having a kind of a, a career before you even get out of high school right you know starting in and we had lance shade at eastern high school yes we did and uh he's a great guy great guy just loved him um and he brought a lot out of me you remember you remember having to go over to uh try, trying to find a job on michigan avenue oh yeah yeah we, he made us look for jobs and and that kind of stuff way ahead of his day he was and had contests in his class and we you know you know had a little competition it was it was a lot of fun um, and it was three hours, three hours of art. Can you believe that? Self-discipline. You know, you have your two classes that you have to go to, math or whatever. That's right. And then you had your art. Yep. Three hours. And then you go home. Oh, who, 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 could, who could beat that in high school? Couldn't agree more. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so then, um, you know, Lance uh, was, was kind of saying, okay, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? And he suggested I go to Kindle. Um, so I applied, you know, and, and got into Kindle um, right out of high school and, and that kind of started my career. Now, when I started, it was really interesting because I was, I like realism, mm -hmm. and I, w I wanted to draw like photorealism. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at all the masters, you know, yeah. and thinking, oh, they're great and that kind of stuff. Um, so from where, from back then, where I am now, you know, it's just kind of a, um, like a real journey, and I'm just kind of having fun 
going through it. Good. You know, like all the stuff you said earlier, um, um, it's kind of funny because I still feel like I'm struggling to that, find out who I am. That's I a good thing, though. Every artist does that. And if you don't do that, I think it's, you know, you should really delve deep into who you are because... I look at my work and sometimes I go, oh boy, what is, what am I thinking? <laughs> given your talent, uh, given the talent that I remember from high school, which was extraordinary, you know, Brian, top level, you know, um, going to school and going into Kendall, which is highly regarded as a design school, what did you have to, was there anything that you had to leave behind going in there? Did you have to like wipe your mind or relearn anything? Did they mm. teach you a new way to think as I've heard? You know, because of, you know, growing, growing up and just kind of learning on the way uh, through high school, I, um, they didn't really challenge me so much. They just kind of taught me technique. Mm -hmm. I was actually challenged when I went to, um, graduate school, Mm -hmm. but, um, and, and, and undergrad, I, um, I just learned technique. I had a great teacher, um, John, John McDonald. And um, he just let me do what I wanted to do. And we kind of fought because it's like sometimes you had to do uh, the same picture a couple of times. And I would just like, I'm not doing that. Self-discipline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You had to do it in black and white. You had to do it in color. And I said, you know, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. And and we fought. But he would, he would let me get away with it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but that was that was kind of the challenge. I, I was, you know, trying to push myself, but I wasn't. I wasn't going to do whatever everybody else wanted to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Good, good, uh, strong spirit. Yeah. I've heard it compared to karate in that, you know, you're, you're a beginner when you get the black belt. Yeah. You know, I've heard of watercolorists who have literally 4,000 watercolor painting. They're quick sketches. Yeah. I saw, you know, some guy opened his trunk of his car and it was full. I mean, mm-hmm. full of yeah. like watercolor renderings and he was just getting, getting there to start. Absolutely. So, you know, I would be a better artist if I, if I just, was disciplined to do that. But like you said before, I got a day job and, and sometimes you just get worn out with art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you've raised kids. I mean, given the body of your work and how prolific you've been, um, dedicating that degree. And by the way, um, what he does is physically demanding. I mean, I looked at the one on Michigan Avenue, which is, which is one of your modest ones yeah. and it goes up and you had to have been on scaffolding. You know, you're dealing with Michigan weather, you're dealing with materials you know, the, and I'm all over the place. I'm sorry, but it's just so, it's so thrilling talking to you. Yeah, that's okay. But let me, before you go there, because mm-hmm. I want to go there, Yeah. but let me go back because sure. I, I wanna, I've always wanted to tell you this. I've had three influences starting in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was Emerson Sheffy. That's Emerson. how I got into that, into that class. Cause I've looked at his work and said, man, I got to get into that class. That guy. Yeah. That yeah. guy in junior high was amazing. Oh, he, yes, yes. And we were still friends to this day, but um, yeah. yeah, he was, he was amazing. He, he's, he made me want to go into become an artist. Interesting. Um, Harold Hayes. I don't know if you remember Harold Hayes. I remember Harold Hayes. Harold Hayes was this, the other guy that influenced me. And, and I looked at his work and said, man, this guy can draw. Now, he was in that class for a short time. Then he was he, in Mark Mahaffey's class too, wasn't he? Uh, yes, I think so. But mm-hmm. he, he, he got out of the um, commercial art class. I don't know why. He just kind of dropped out of it. Yeah. And, and, and um, Bruce, Bruce Mackey. 
Oh, please. <laughs> I tell you, I looked Dude. at your work and I thought, man, you are good. I was a, I was a little weirdo in high school. <laughs> I thought differently. You hung out with weirdos. Huh? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, I was definitely a free thinker. No, but I, I, I really respected your work. And, I, and, and, and watching you kind of come up, you know, through, you know, one year I was talking to somebody and, and I was asking if you still draw and you, and you went into um, graphics. Mm, he yeah. said, yeah, I haven't painted in a while. <laughs> I was like, no, not Bruce. <laughs> uh, I appreciate that, Brian. Yeah, but I thought you were um, just amazing. And then I'm looking at your work now, and I, I still is just in awe of what you do, especially the craftsman, craftsman style that you have. No, thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just playing around. You know, you get the support <laughs> to do it, and it, it, it's all good fun. Yeah. Appreciate that. Thank you. No, yeah. high school was a great, it was a great um, melting pot, and Lance Shade's class was well, well ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. You know, having... Briefly, having a portfolio in high school. Yes. You know, I remember coming here and it was my last ditch and I had a portfolio and I presented it to the department chair and she's like, yeah, give merit scholarship. You stay here as long as you want. I don't think you'll be here long because of that portfolio. Absolutely. Yeah. And then with George Rourke at the State Journal. So Lance had a vision. He really did. Yeah. And, uh, and you, we were, we were kind of counterparts, you know, you mm-hmm. were in the PM class and I think I was in the AM class or was it vice no, versa? I think we had. You mean in, in Lance's class? In Lance's class. No, we class. were in the same class. Were we? Yeah, we had the same class. Now you, you sat, you know, I, th- I, remember, I remember this, you sat in the back of the, of the class <laughs> yeah. with, with a guy that, I don't remember his name, but he used to just, he knew the whole uh, entire dialogue of Star Wars. Uh, that would be Jeffrey Jansen. Yes. Yeah, yes. I still, it, Jeff <laughs> came up from Florida a few weeks ago. We had lunch together. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was just amazed at that. I mean, everything. And he would write it down in class. And so you sat next to him. But um, yeah. I was just somewhere else in the class. But I did check out. I was checking out your work. I would always yeah. come around. And I, I remember your stuff, too, in that Monarch calendar with, with oh, the yeah. stuff that you did. Oh, yeah. And that was it. You were quiet. That was right. Yes. You were very um, You were very focused and intense, even. Um, so, yeah. And oh. I was probably shooting my mouth off. Who knows? <laughs> I was really quiet, though. I was shy back then yeah still I, am <laughs> well it's not it's not all bad especially as it relates to creative people you yeah. know um so your education uh you came out of it was it worthwhile oh absolutely um you know i just i learned technique i learned i learned about artists now you know of course you take an art history classes mm-hmm. and you're falling asleep in class because <laughs> absolutely i mean I don't know what they were thinking of having a class at eight o'clock in the morning and they turn the lights off and then talking this monotone voice, oh, man, <laughs> brutal. It's like a, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so I, I was just having trouble staying awake, but, but throughout the, the time there, I just learned about artists and, um, kind of, was, I was attracted to the, to the Rembrandts and the Michelangelo's and, yeah. um, and then what's interesting is, um, I found about out about El Greco. And El Greco kind of elongated his figures, and I thought, wow, look at this guy. He's going a little bit different direction than the, yeah. the traditional, you know. And that was be- the beginnings of when I started to play around with the figure a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, your, um, your style now is, I'm sure it's positive, it's highly evolved over the years. It's, um, it pushes the viewer's, um, the viewer's perceptions. Uh, how do I describe this? I, mean, I mentioned the tapestry thing, but you have like human figures and elements that interweave and some are transparent. They overlay and they weave in together, but they're still discernible. There's a, there's a, that's it. There's a 
there's a balance to your work that is, um, it looks effortless. And one thing I've learned, if something looks effortless, it's anything but. <laughs> yeah, it's this, there's thought in there. And, and like you, you asked, you know, what, what did I get out of um, school? Um, just the, in art history, just the, the way artists um, make your eyes go in different directions and, and, mm-hmm. and, um, and create triangles and, and, and shapes that, that, you know, kind of guide you through the work. Mm-hmm. I learned that and, and it, that stuck with me throughout mm-hmm. the years. And that's kind of what I try to do. And sometimes I don't even know I'm doing it. I just have that feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. It's, it's pretty neat to see people look at your work and regard it. Mm. Uh, Art Prize, the, 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 the church wall that you did, this was a couple of years ago, right? Uh, it was last year. Last year. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Uh, the return to art prize, and uh, we walked down there and checked it out. Okay. Um, again, uh, phenomenal. Uh, it looked like the building had been built for the purpose of this painting on the side of it. That's how good it was. You know, that's and, interesting because I felt it was, it was a struggle to paint that. Yeah. But um, as as I was moving along through it, I just felt like this is the right thing. Yeah. Feeling, I was feeling the right thing, and and it just came out you know, the way I, what I hoped, but it was more of a feeling than, than the actual physical painting. Of it. Beautiful. It, yeah. it, it has a definite spiritual flavor and intent, you know, the upward, the upwardness, the tree and the figures. Mm-hmm. Um, please, you know what, check it out if you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I tried to get in there and mm-hmm. I couldn't get in there into that, into that building. Mm-hmm. The, the art that was hosted at that venue was, um, it was artist's art. It was very high-minded and um, beautiful. Some th- some of these things you'd see, you'd expect to go to Chicago and a gallery and, and see some of the stuff. Yeah. So whoever was curating over there knew their business. Steve Fitzma, Fitzma, yeah, curates that, and he's been doing. It. I, I showed in that gap in that space for probably eight out of the years of eight out of all the years of Art Prize. Yeah, and Steve is so good at. At picking work you know when when artists would show there and then they would leave and go to someplace else they would always end up in the top at least in the top 20 i believe it and some of them were in the top five yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. They, and they would just they were just that good he's had that eye to pick them unfortunately that space was in kind of off the path it was always off the path but it was always a destination it was always a destination one year it got um it was it was nominated for one of the top um, venues in mm-hmm. our prize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that, mm-hmm. and I spoke. It was probably with that gentleman, and mentioning your name, and his face lit up. <laughs> you know, so it was a it was a very big deal. You know, your work there that's still there. It wasn't like uh, our prize is over. Let's take it away. Yeah. That's a permanent part of a visual. Drive by the street and see it. You know, yeah. that's another thing with the mural that you did down on Michigan Avenue on the side of the market. Mm-hmm. It's so visually compelling. It, I could get in an accident because I'm staring at it while I'm driving, <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah. the colors, you know, are so just, they reach out and just grab you by the eyes, yeah. you know. That's funny that, um, because I, um, I, I feel really strange about color. My relationship with color is just. Tell me about it. Because I use so much color and I'm thinking, Oh, why am I putting all this color in this in this work? I love black and white. Yeah, I love black and white and monotone colors. And and for some reason, putting a thousand colors in a piece of work just draws me to it. And I don't you know, know why. I can't you know get away what, from though? it. You know what? It works for you. Yeah. It's it's daring. 
and your 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 work would totally work black and white. It doesn't rely on color. Yeah, it doesn't rely on color at all. And there are there are plenty of works that you can't say that about. You could do it. You could take a black and white photo of any of your stuff and frame it and put it on a wall. That's how compositionally compelling it is. You know, I've just learned that in the last couple of years. You know, with the cam with the phone cameras, you can turn things black and white. And I started looking at my work in black and white just mm-hmm. to see where I needed to tweak. And I was always surprised how how I was getting right, basically. Yeah. You know, the contrast and the and the tones were, were getting were right. And I'm thinking, wow, I, I just did that on accident. Did you ever go back and have to redo anything because you thought it was off? Parts, you know, yeah, and yeah. it wasn't like uh, large areas, but, um, you know, a little tweak in here, a little tweak in there. How did you start out doing mural work? Oh, that's interesting. Um, <clears throat> well, um, former city council woman. Um, oh, I can't think of her name now. It's going to be terrible. It's all right. But anyway, she she was putting together mural projects or she was working with mur- a muralist and, mm-hmm. and wanted to have some help for her. And so we started with um, the Shinoras right on um, Butler Street. I knew that was yours. Yeah, and, and that it was wasn't old. it wasn't mine, but it was a um, another artist. Really, um, Erica Minor. Okay, because that that's been there a while. Yeah, it's been there a long time. And the original artist that did did those you know paintings, um, he was he was doing it in the eighties. Yeah, you know, and and, and he was really good and. Um, I was working at O'Leary Paint then. He would come in and buy paint. And so, so I'm thinking, cool. wow, a mural artist. I thought that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Well, she she got these artists and pulled them all together. And um, it was kind of cool because that was the first time I ever painted on a large scale. We we worked at the Black Child and Family Institute, that building, mm-hmm. the old Genesee School. Sure. Um, and so we didn't paint directly on the wall, but we had these big panels and we would pay, go in there and paint. Mm-hmm. And then she would had somebody put those panels on the wall and then we would go up and do our touch up touch ups. All oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like outdoor billboards. They break them down mm-hmm. and put them back up yep, a little yep. bit. So that was my first, um, my first, um, time working with outdoor paint and murals and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, then later on, maybe a couple of years later, um, and was, that was also the first time I worked with a, a group of people, you know, collaboratively kind of collaborative. How'd that go? Um, it was really good. <laughs> there were times. There yeah. were times it was really stressful because um, I have to pick my words very carefully. Uh, you be, and I'm just saying this because I know that you are somewhat of a perfectionist and you have a vision, and that is that's a great thing to be as a creative. Um, but as it relates to uh, group discussions and design by committee, not so much. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't my project, so that was mm-hmm. another thing. And I, I'm, I can let go of things when it's not my project. Yeah. But um, you had we. It was me and another artist, uh, Brian Snyder. We were the only two guys in this group. Okay. And the rest were ladies. That was the. That's rough. Rough part. Is that body. rough, really? Well, it, it became emotional exactly for the reason you're saying because people had their own ideas. And so it became very emotional because you want, yeah. they want their ideas to come through. And it just was, it was just a really rough time, but we worked it out. Yeah. We got, and we, we kind of worked it out and, and it came together and, and mm-hmm. we, we were happy to, to do it. Um, They're passionate. Yeah. It was very passionate. Oh, yeah. it, it was, <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> so, so that group ended up doing another mural on the back of the, um, Black Child and Family Institute, mm-hmm. and that was the rainbow, um, mm-hmm. the kids dancing and walking on a rainbow. Yeah. 
um, and buildings, Lansing, buildings in Lansing, and we all worked on that together. Mm-hmm. That was my second mural, and that was actually scaffolding on the wall and, yeah. and painting. Directly. How do you, and this is something I've always wondered that you've touched on before when we talked, you know, getting funded, do they, do you, do you project how much it's going to cost with materials? Do you rent the scaffolding? Do you own it? Um, and I'm going to get into the physical demands of it later because that to me is extremely compelling. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, um, you rent it. Mm-hmm. rent it. I rent, um, lifts and have to decide, you know, how large the wall is. Do you kind of use the ladder? Mm-hmm. Like the, the mural in Grand Rapids, I used ladders. Yeah. Um, murals here, I've, I've used lifts. Like scissor lifts and yeah, stuff? Yeah. yeah. It just yeah. depends on the surface where, you know, where you can do it. Some surfaces, you, you know, won't allow you to, because they might be in an angle or, or they, the, the ground might not be very stable. Yeah, yeah. So. Now, do you project, do you grid your work to, to get to get it up there? I mean, do you lay it out on the computer first? Yeah, I, I, I grid, you know, well, the next job I, after this other job, mm-hmm. the, the, the Genesee mural, um, was the under the bridge. That was my third mural job. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was like jumping into the fire. I can only imagine, and just to our listeners, um, there's a set of overpasses near Frandor and Lansing, and if you're familiar with, you know, overpasses, underneath there are um, these diagonally, you know, they're, they're slanted, you know, uh, paved, paved or bri- they're, bricked. They're about, um, they're, they're in large pavement. Pave, yeah, they're like runoffs. About yeah. tw- 50 by 25 feet each. 50 by 25. Yeah. And I remember you getting awarded, and it was a big deal because they were going to light these things mm-hmm. and, and, and bring in, and it it was in the media. And I had always meant to go down there and, you know, poke my head into your world. And this was before we ran into each other at Home Depot, yeah. just to say, hey, you know, and my main thing was how on earth did your ankles survive <laughs> painting on those surfaces? I, 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 first of all, I would have gave you, given you a brush and said, Hey, <laughs> help me out here. I, where do I park? <laughs> you know, but you know, um, I had to get used to it. What's interesting is, um, I had some just cheap shoes, just raggedy gym shoes that I paint in. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this is not going to work. So I tried to put on heavier, you know, work boots those fell apart. And that was in the summer, right? That was in the summer. And, yeah, it was and hot. It was hot. And, but I was under the bridge, so I had the shade of the bridge. Yeah. But those work boots fell apart. And so I went back to some old, raggedy shoes, and those were most comfortable. And I, and I had right. no problems after that. Really? Yeah, yeah. My feet were aching in those shoes I thought were going to help me. Uh-huh. Um, but when I put on some unsupportive, just raggedy old paint shoes, they... They saved me. I couldn't have done it without those shoes. Wow, how about yeah, that? Yeah. I've heard things about barefoot, the benefits of actually being barefoot yeah. naturally. Um, I do remember back when I was in reasonable shape and how that would have just broken me. And we're I think we're the same age. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like Dorian Gray over here. You haven't aged much. You look like you're in your <laughs> mid-30s. So, but um, it just looks like it was a physically punishing work, and it yeah. turned out phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, predictably beautiful. Yeah, there were four four big gigantic four. slabs, and 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 like I say, I worked collaboratively with um, the other artists in the other murals. This was my first mural by myself. I see. And I took on four gigantic. Yeah. You know how many hours? Wow. Um, <clears throat> I can't tell you how many hours, but in terms of time, it took probably three months yeah. roughly somewhere like that now did you have to take a break from your day job which you're, yeah. you're a designer designer for the for the state of michigan and that's one reason it took so long because mm-hmm. I, I was working my day job so mm-hmm. i would 
I would leave for the afternoon. I would take a day off here and there. And so I would work on the weekends. So yeah. and work after work. Mm-hmm. I'll go after work and, and paint. Did you have to fly the design by anybody in any committee to oh, approval? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We it, Because they wanted specific themes, okay. Lansing-based themes. And mm-hmm. so, and they had um, donors. We raised um, over $100,000 on that. There you go. Um, and so they had big donors, Sparrow Hospital, um, M- Michigan State. So I had to meet with them and get approval Good. that they were okay with the design. And I would try to... F- stick in a little few things and I I put in Sparrow Hospital in one I put in Mm -hmm. um, because it was part of Lansing well sure and Michigan State they will be part of Lansing yeah yeah. Yeah. so it was all it was all good you know with that I didn't I wasn't trying to you know smooth up to them or anything I was just putting 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 those things in the the area and um, everybody was really supportive Um, one woman from um, Sparrow's you know I had some soccer players and she said why are you putting soccer players in there? Why don't you put the basketball player? We had Irvin Johnson here. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. so, you know, it was that kind of um, thing. And and, and um, ended up being a really positive um, pro- project. Yeah, you've probably noticed, and I've noticed just in recent years, how into art some people are. Yes. I mean, to the point of, I mean, I never, well, we, we, we do it for a living. You know, it's our day jobs. Me, not so much anymore, but... You, you lose sight of that 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 appreciation mm-hmm. that, on a visceral level yeah. where somebody would stand in front of your work and they would weep mm. okay they would it's that strong for them yeah. and when somebody has a say in how the outcome of Brian Whitfield's work that they carry that with them forever I mean that's something very very they brag about it I guarantee you they'll be in wherever and brag about how they influence the artist on that great work and it's a big deal to them yeah, yeah, it is amazing. Um, I I experienced that one time at Art Prize. Mm-hmm. I was at um, DeVos Place, and you know that place. You know, just thousands of people go it's through massive. every day. Yeah, I was Did in you deal the, with Eddie. Uh, yes, yeah, Eddie yeah, Tadlock. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I worked with him. Yeah, but he put me in the worst spot in the building, which is where. <laughs> well, let me tell you, it was it wasn't really a bad spot. It was at the end of a hallway. Mm-hmm. But when you when you went around the hallway, this woman had this work that was just amazing, and went all the way down the hallway, and it was a hallway, and it was huge. Mm-hmm. So people would, and and my work was at the end of the hallway, so they would go turn and and look at this gigantic faces that this woman painted, yeah. and their back would be towards my piece. Ah, yes, yes, <laughs> and, and so improbable. Yeah. That's the that's the criticism I've heard about our prize venues. You, it's a it's a roll of the dice. It is, and it's not an even playing field. And there have been creatives that have been very vocal yeah. about the the discord, the the imbalance of the viewing and and venues and so yeah. on. Yeah, but this um, at that venue, that particular piece, this woman walked by and she she just looked at me. She started crying. Isn't it great? Yeah, yeah. What do you do? And you, yeah, I, you know, I, I just looked at her. And I was like, okay, you're feeling this, and yeah. and and she just she didn't have she didn't say anything. She just no. she just looked at me and 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 just nodded her head. Yeah, yeah. It it's it's transformational. I hate using that word because it's so beaten into the ground. Um, I had a similar thing, and these school kids coming through, you know, with tour buses, little kids wanting your autograph, and you're like, well, who me? You know, I'm not. <laughs> no, you know, uh, and they, they regard creativity and I've gone on my little tangents about creative thought processes and how, you know, it's relative, I mean, brilliant people who, mm-hmm. who, who admire that because they, 
everyone I think has a creative ability, but they're stronger in a different area. So they appreciate that more. Yeah. Yeah. It's so let's see. I think we only have a few minutes left for the segment and we will be talking more, sir. I guarantee <laughs> it because we got more ground to cover. We got a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um, you, uh, we'll get into the future of the next segment, but, um, materials, um, are there specific materials that you use specific types of paint uh, brushes, obviously. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, I, 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 over the years I've kind of cheated myself. I, I start off trying to do perfect, you know, trying to be a perfect artist, you know, mm-hmm. I would, I would, um, I would, um, get brass, um, nails and, and, and stretch my canvas and use brass nails. Yeah. And over the years, I just like I'm not doing that. Just get some staples and staple it together. Okay. And so uh, I've I've just used brushes over and over again. I haven't bought any new brushes in years. Yeah. I just kind of beat them up. Yeah. Um, but I use golden paint, which is a highly quality highly um, quality paint. Keeps the UV off for a little bit. Yes, and and they just have so many products. Um, but um, and then um here I use local local paint, and um it's really good paint for mm-hmm. for murals. Mm-hmm. Um. I do collage work. When, that's when I started. Before I started doing murals, I was doing a lot of collage, collage work. And um, so it's just um, mediums to, to glue down this paper and, and magazines. And so I just grab the different things and just. Yeah. yeah. And the learning process, because, yeah. you know, a lot of what you do, you're self-taught. So you're you're absorbing this. You get in the zone while you're working. Mm-hmm. Your style evolves. Well, listen, uh, Mr. Whitfield, uh, we're going to wrap up the segment. It's been exhilarating talking to you i won't lie and catching up and learning all this stuff about your work scratch the surface we did (laughs) and i think you're gonna have to come back oh okay sounds good okay well (laughs) thank you sir thank you for your time today all right thank you malcolm forbes once said the purpose of education is to turn an empty mind into an open one If you want to check out what I've been talking about, just visit this episode at lccconnect.org. Art Happens Here is a production of LCC Connect. Thanks for lending us your imagination.